this week on Bonus Barrel. Anime has the power to, to organize people. And- no harm, except for the cringe. Yeah, I've never had a friend before. Oh my goodness. I never trusted people, you know, because of my dark past and uh, uh, betrayed okay. my friends. And there was a lightning storm and a crystal. Hey, 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 welcome to Bonus Barrel. And Seiji. There we go. Look at that. Seiji's back. Better than ever. More <laughs> energy than all of yeah, us. I've got a cold still. Back from where? <laughs> He's been back for a while, but it's just we can't believe it. Uh, you've been back, but you're all, but but it's still it's still fresh that he's back. He's been rebuilt with new parts. He's been upgraded. He has Wi-Fi. Oh, he has Wi-Fi now. It's crazy. And apps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm really sad today. It doesn't sound like I'm sad. That's because I'm holding back the sadness. But oh yeah, last night was the last episode of Dragon Ball Super. Episode one thirty one. Oh, I thought you said that was next week. I I thought so or did too. You lie. Crunchyroll lied. Oh, you lied. It was a jerk. Then Jordan messaged me. She said, I think Dragon Ball's out. And then I found it on a different website, and it was out. And I watched it. It was glorious. It was a wonderful episode. It's amazing. And now it's it's done. Now I have to wait at least, at least until, quote-unquote, December. Because it, there's a Dragon Ball movie, Dragon Ball Super movie. It continues the oh, story coming out man. in Japan. But I've also heard rumors of a worldwide release. So I might, I might not have to wait, like, until Blu-rays and shit. So, uh, yeah, so probably like, you know, nine, ten months. I want it. I can't. I mean, the manga's still going, so every month I'll get the manga. But the manga, I don't know. I don't know what's better, but it's just, I want Dragon Ball weekly. This is, this is fucking terrible. Hey, so is Dragon Ball Super, like, a really big deal now? I think it is. I think, I think it's doing really well, actually. I initially just brushed it off as, you know... Like Kai, Kai wasn't like that big of a deal either, right? But it was also a like a remake of sorts of Z. Yeah, anyway. it's the remastered. Didn't they recut everything so it made more sense? Yeah, I'm from a really small town in Mexico, mm-hmm. and somehow one of my friends, former coworker, he sent me a news uh, a news piece saying that the uh, that the mayor of my hometown. Approve mm-hmm. some sort of a budget to put a like a giant mm-hmm. screen in the town's plaza for people to watch the last episode of Dragon Ball Super, which was oh shit, <laughs> which was so funny That's to amazing. me. Amazing. This is more. I, actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to. Um, so last episode, not not the one that just came out, the last episode, but the episode, previous episode, uh, parts of Mexico already did that, and there's videos online, and I watched one, and I felt a swell of, of pride for my favorite franchise, and it's just this group of at least a f- couple thousand people, and you see these giant screens on top of buildings or platforms, and you can hear fucking Dragon Ball playing over it, and people are like cheering like it's a, like it's a rock concert, yes. it's awesome. Uh-huh. Fucking Mexico, <laughs> Latin America, those countries, they know what's up. They they get it. Dragon Ball's the best. I would go to one. I hate people a lot. I would go to one of those. Man, <laughs> so cool. Yeah, I didn't know it was this big of a deal. 
It's awesome, man. Mm -hmm. Well, it's just uh, speaking to that, like how people all over the world, like kind of gather and do these things. Like, did you guys hear about when people were organizing the giant uh, Naruto runs? Do you know what those are? (laughs) Okay, so (laughs) I think they're still going on too. They have been for the past like few years, but. Uh, yeah, so for a while on my uh, newsfeed on Facebook, I would see things pop up like Naruto run in Halifax or whatever. And I'd be like, what the hell is this? So I go click on it and it's just literally uh, people making this huge group. And these were not like 20 or 30 people. These were like 2,000, 3,000 people like, okay, we're going to gather at this spot. And at this time, we're all going to start running across oh this field doing God. the Naruto run, which is like the aerodynamic like arms behind you running kind of thing. I'm looking There's- at it videos too (laughs) oh my god yeah so i mean (laughs) anime has the power to to organize people and to just do these things and you know i guess these fan events are just ways for people to get together and just do things they love and you know what if that just means naruto running across the field then that's fine so there's there's cringe that comes built in with Naruto, unfortunately. Yeah, but I still think it's funny. So when I see this, I think it's yeah. hilarious. I, I'm laughing yeah. right now. I it's, think it's, it's hilarious. It's funny though, like, but it's cool because, th- like, it has that much power to organize people in this way. You know? Like I'm looking at these images and I'm like, the first thing I think of is this looks really fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> I also noticed like two women in groups, and most of these groups, and the rest are just yeah. uh, it looks like a lot of dudes. Maybe maybe men inherently this is sexist, but maybe men inherently have less self respect. <laughs> self loathing man. I've seen a lot a lot of, of different people joining these things, so would you go to a Naruto run? No, I would not. Just Is that the... because you have self respect? Mm, I wouldn't say that, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because I'd be too lazy to go and also there'd be yeah. just everybody I don't know. Would you go to a high Q run? Yes. hundred percent. It wouldn't even be a run. It would just it would just be like a probably like a game with a bunch of people who don't know how to play volleyball. But like I guess an equivalent like come to this Dragon Ball. Uh, uh, we're gonna do uh, Dragon Ball martial arts. Come come over. We'll do it in the Goku style. They're gonna I would do not, a tournament. I would not go. They would do a yeah, tournament. No, no hell no. I, I fucking love Dragon Ball like, yeah. to an unhealthy amount, but I am not doing that. <laughs> There's no fucking way. I would go to. I would go watch Dragon Ball play on giant TV screens. I would creep through the back and, and then leave as soon as I possibly could, but I would go for the atmosphere. But no, I'm not going to go do mock tournaments and fucking like raise your key events. <laughs> I think it's more for, for the younger crowd, though. I think you get like the uh, older stragglers here and there. Like, oh, that's right. I'm old now. I got to keep forgetting that. Well, no, I mean like people who are 13 or 14 go to yeah, these it's, things. Yeah, it's for them. Oh, well, makes sense. I, I'll tell you this. I, I'm playing in a volleyball league. It's an adult yeah. league. And yeah. There's like older people in it. I'm playing in that, mm-hmm. and one of the teams is called Karasuno. So ah, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. that's awesome. Well, when I was at the convention, like Anna Maritime, this past year, I was the oldest one at the the Haikyuu meet, and the youngest one there was 13. And I felt so I don't know why, just horrible for being there. And I thought out of place. Yeah, you're like a pervert. What? You're like you're shipping all the kids. No, that's fucked up. <laughs> Because you told me that high Q kids, like, they were, like, doing, like, ships with each other and shit. Yeah, well, they would, uh, oh, anyway, I don't want to explain all this. People aren't going to understand. <laughs> but it is weird. Oh, my cats are going nuts. Uh, my side note was, uh, just on what Seiji said, there is a, I guess there's a national dodgeball league called Z-Warriors, which I also respect. <laughs> yeah. Which is pretty fucking cool, yeah. Well, fandoms, man. Um, they can do some good. 
and they can do a lot of harm by, by existing. And I would say, I would put Naruto run somewhere in between the middle. No harm, except for the cringe. Binge before cringe. There you go. Let that be your new slogan. <laughs> <Isn't done. laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so, uh, other little notes, news, newsy notes from the old Rob Robster here. Uh, Detective Pikachu is out, and there's a giant Detective Pikachu amiibo. I did not buy it. It was too expensive. But it exists. Is it larger than the uh, Yoshi one? No. No, that's the thing. It's like the size of maybe 2.5 Amiibos. It's big, but it's not not huge. Oh, okay. But uh, it's cool looking, and I'm really excited to play the game. I'm just, uh, on the topic of my other little news note, is I'm almost fucking done Tokyo Xanadu. I got a dungeon and a half left. i just been busy with, with work and uh, art stuff, so it's been kind of slowing me down. But once I finish this game, which I do like, it's time to play a bunch of short games, because I really, these long games, man, they, they stretch over time. Stretch over. I know. It's not good. I know. I need to play other games. I need to see other games. I sort of know the struggle. Yeah, exactly. And I got a cool game for my birthday not too too, too long ago. It's called Raiden 5. Jordan got it for me. And it's a bullet hell game that was an old bullet hell game that I guess they ported to the PS4. And it looks really cool. And I want to play it. I, want, I got Nino Kuni, which is going to sit in the back back burner because fuck, it's going to be long as fuck too. That looks like a lot of fun. Oh, the first game is great, man. I really, really enjoy it, and I th- I recommend everybody play it. Or some popo. Um. Right. So, any any game news or anything that's popped up in y- y'all's radar? No, nothing from Shelby. Doesn't care about games. Seiji. Well, I've I've continuing with my adventure through. Uh... Justice for All, the second game oh, in his yeah. Ace Attorney series. I played the infamous Circus Case. Ugh. <laughs> I don't know what happened. So, <laughs> because oh. I was supposed to hate it, right? Yes. I don't hate it. Seiji, you are contrary by nature. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> but also, it's your fault because you guys made it. Underhyped so, it? You, you guys, yeah, you hyper-hyped the badness of it. <laughs> yeah. It's not that bad. It's boring, and the characters are annoying. Yeah, I didn't and the music sucks. I, I didn't like it. I hate clowns. <laughs> sorry, sorry, clown listeners, you creep me out. Yeah, stop making jokes. Uh, yeah, but the plot itself—it's actually quite interesting. But the as I as I was saying in the in the chat the other day, the the delivery—it's it's, it's mm-hmm. horrendous. It's yeah, yeah, that clown is bad. But uh, I I think it's only bad because it's. It has so many appearances. Then uh, my my least favorite uh, of that case was the the ventriloquist. <laughs> I just hate that puppet. What? I hate it so much. I hate that sort of personality. Whether the clown was sort of he means well, it's just it's very very annoying. But th- that that guy is just a jerk. Yeah. So I'll continue to play the uh, the rest of this game. I think I'm on the last case. Yeah, there is only on four four chapters, right? So yeah, so far I like the last case. I'm 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 very into the series. I'm considering stuff that I didn't think I could consider before. So yeah, thank you, Shelby. Oh, no trouble. I love it when people play this game. You're a new person now. You've been reborn, like a phoenix rising from the ashes. Yeah, I mean, in general, what I like about this game is that I can just keep like playing without. 
There are certain types of games that demand your attention too much for me right now. But this game, I could just play five minutes here, play an hour there, then five minutes again. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it, I know exactly what you mean. It, I do know what you mean. It goes well with my uh, lifestyle right now. The third game is where it, it's just, oh, so good. Can't wait until yeah. I have to that. a yearly every year I play a Phoenix Wright game. So yeah. at this point, some point in time, yeah, some point in time this year I have to play the third game. Yeah. Just my my, my, my final thought on this good. is I really hope that uh, Trials and Tribulations is as good as you guys say it yeah, is. Yeah, me too. I'm kind of scared now. Yeah, I'm kind of scared too well, because say <laughs> you said it was too bad, and because I I got that bias, then I sort mm-hmm. of didn't hate it as much maybe as I as mm-hmm. I would have. And maybe I won't love Trials and Simulation so much. I'm neutral to it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll play it first and shit on it so that you, you go into balanced. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. um, so Shel- Shelbo and I, Shelby, we watched a movie last night. No, on Friday. The night before, yeah, Friday. As our, we do every couple of weeks, we watch a horror movie. Oh, God. Which is convenient because right now it times out so that we watch it right before we record, which is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. We watched... The Visit by M. Night Shyamalan, 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 yep. whatever. Uh, famous director of uh, Avatar, The Last Airbender. Mm. The that happening. doesn't exist. Uh, <laughs> that didn't happen. I saw that movie uh, in theaters. No. Me too. Oh, I did I did bad. too. I went, okay, so fun story about M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, <laughs> right up to The Last Airbender, I was a defender. I was like, look, yeah. I really, really loved Sixth Sense and Unbreakable and Signs. Those, those movies. I, I, I saw that and didn't like it as much, but oh, I didn't think I, I, I liked it. The Village is okay. So I, I had seen all those movies, and then I knew that he had The Happening, which I watched, and I, and I, and I, went, I watched it stubbornly, trying my best to like it, and uh, whatever other movies he had after that point in time. I got so in I, I, Lady, well, Lady in Water, which I, I don't think was a good movie. I still watched it. Uh, optimistically, because again, I was a fan of the director, so I'm like, all right. Me so, too. Last Me Airbender, too. and I had binged all of the Last Airbender series because up to that point, up to that year, that movie was coming out. To me, Avatar is a kid show that I would never watch. I have no interest in this. It looks kind of dumb. What? Then I watched it. That's what I like. That's what I saw before. It was just, you know, it was just a stupid little kid show. But then I watched it, and I was hooked. It was amazing, and I loved the series, and I, I got really, really into it. So I was very pro, pro Avatar. Loved it. Uh, would wouldn't have watched again. Um, so when the movie came out, I was like, "Yes, we're gonna go see it." I'm pumped. I brought my friends who all, who already liked and watched Avatar. I was the only loser who didn't. And I went in there, and I, when I came out, I was like, "I'm done with Shyamalan. This guy's this guy sucks. This movie was fucking awful." You're just done. You're just like, I can't do this. Yeah, anymore. I can't defend him anymore. Yeah. The whole, the wall came down. I was willing mm-hmm. to defend him up until that point, and then I was like, "This is bad. This is a bad movie. This is terrible." I think one friend wanted to walk out. Um, it was, it was well, really calling him Ong instead of Ang, and uh, I think that's where I was like, nope. Yeah, I, he, the pronunciations mess me up because I, I think his pronunciations are probably more correct, but they're not Avatar, so it's really confusing. I don't know. Like, it's just you have the show right there for reference. Yeah, yeah, use what the show has. So if you're gonna go like, uh, against like directly against it, like, I don't know. I think. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Like, I yeah, uh, it didn't even look that good, and the the bending was absolute garbage. It was kind of hilarious, actually. The kid yeah. uh, who played Ang was doing the exact same motions over and over again. I don't know if you if you noticed that at all, but no. in times where he was doing like the Avatar thing, he was always doing the exact same thing. 
the yeah the the best scene the most infamous scene is the the earthbenders doing their bending and like a one yeah. rock comes flying by i fucking love it. i recommend people google that if you haven't seen it remember it's... anything except for like the last part just the, the earth they're just doing this like crazy long dance and then like one rock goes flying by it's really funny <laughs> i will watch this movie for like ironically i, I will i will hate watch this movie no. which we'll have to do sometime but no. I, yeah, but I, I so I I will remember this just for you guys because this has been buried because <laughs> I, so I, I just want to say that I am a big fan like a very serious fan of the Last Airbender. That's yeah, a good show. Love it. I love it. Well, right? you know, most people say the Last Airbender when they're referring to the movie, and True. people usually say Avatar when they're referring Avatar to the Last Airbender. I just yeah. okay. love it. All right. Yeah. Okay. The movie. So, <laughs> so when I went to see this movie, I was the same as you, Rob. I felt really not as like super strongly because I I already like took some hits with Shyamalan, but I thought, well, this is a director that I have some faith in, that I believe he is in like a sort of on a tour, and has a strong voice, and I love. Avatar, The Last Airbender, so I feel like there's no... I, I couldn't imagine a way that these two things could could render such vile, repulsive, so offensive stuff that I... That I so, and then, and then I, I, I watch it in, on, I watch it in 3D. So I remember I was there. Oh, you saw it in 3D. Ooh. Yes. There was no option Okay, oh. there was no option. So you had to spend the extra money. Yes, and and usually I hate 3D, not hate yeah. it, but I dislike 3D for uh, two main reasons. One is that is it's just a conversion done in post production, which usually makes it, uh, it just makes it blurry. That's what yeah to me what it does. And secondly, even if a movie is it's properly done in 3D, which I have seen some, and and that's okay. The way those glasses are is just. Uh, it makes everything kind of a little bit darker. It does, yeah. And in general, I have problems with colors. All right, so I, I, I don't. I'm not colorblind, but I maybe I'm on the fringe of it. So if if things are not very clearly contrasting, I just don't distinguish. Right. Um, anyway, I was watching it and I just so defeated. I was, yeah. Oh crying. no! I was. I was with my. With my head on my, on my hand, like watching it. With my uh, uh, half, half my side was with the glasses. The top half was with the other, but because half the time the movie just uh, you could watch it without the three D glasses. It's so bad. Anyway, I'm sorry you had to relive that, CG. Cora. Yeah, Cora kind of did the same as Last Airbender. They as as the, the movie to me. You see, so people. A lot of people do not like Cora. The series. Are you one of those people? For different like reasons. For different reasons. But I, so mm-hmm. when I watched the first season of Korra, I was like, this is the best thing ever. Because <laughs> I was so hyped for yeah. for Korra that I made myself like The Legend of Korra for a while. Mm-hmm. And I was defending it against like friends that loved the first show also and was hating Korra. I was mm-hmm. like, Korra is better than Lasser. I, I, I cannot believe I, would, I, I was saying that. So where the last bender was like a like a quick disappointment, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, very painful, quick disappointment. But Cora was like slow, and like over time, I was like rethinking it. Kind of like the same thing with um, what's that movie, Phantom Menace? Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah, I made myself like the Phantom Menace. Anyway, I I, I feel oh, like I, okay. I'm I'm way off track here. So. My my professional opinion. Yeah. Here uh, go. Cora, the animation mm-hmm. is a lot yeah. better. Than oh my god. Avatar: The Last Airbender, but. Uh, mm-hmm. The story is uh, obviously garbage compared to to the original one, and it's not to say that the the animation or or just the general style of the first one is bad because it's not. It's good, uh, even though I find the first book was kind of brutal. Sometimes it's a little brutal to sit through because uh, it's a bit more childish. But the show really grows up, and I think that's what's like super fantastic about it is that you just get to see that progression of. Oh, you can tell they got more money for this. I think <laughs> at some at one point they were looking at like a million dollars per episode, like just in terms of production, uh, from start to finish for an episode. Um, but I will say for Korra though, like even though the first three seasons, because there's four seasons in Korra, right? And the last one was released online, and there's a bunch oh, of yeah. there's books for it. But because the last one was released online, they got they got away with um. Uh, a few more things like there are a few very brutal deaths uh that happened they took um some risks that you wouldn't see otherwise if it was on tv it's kind of like when you let's say you have a show that you really liked and then it gets dropped but then netflix picks it up again and then when you watch the first episode everyone is swearing and you're just like wait what how did that happen uh um, it's, cool, man. it's because they cool. can get away with so much more um but yeah cora looks prettier but it's uh overall obviously crap compared to to Avatar because Avatar is so good. When uh, when the last book for Avatar was coming out, or the last season, sorry, uh, it had stopped um, right after the uh, the invasion. Like not the like the sorry the day of the Black Sun. Do you guys remember when they go in and like the whole city's empty or whatever? Oh, uh, it had so stopped good. after that for like a few months, and I was like, are we not getting any more episodes of Avatar? And then after that, it kept going, but like, uh, watching it as it was coming out was like the worst. The worst. Yeah. It took, it was... it took how many years for the three seasons? There's three seasons, right? Yeah, it's three, three seasons. It took like yeah. like a, a bunch of years, right? Yeah. Have you read the the graphic novels? Uh, I read some of them. I think Oof. two of them. It's good. They're good. They're good. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's uh, there's a few that I haven't seen, but there's stuff like... Uh, uh, you get to find out what happened to um, the mom, right? Zuko's, mm-hmm. Zuko's mom, because yeah. you remember at the end of uh, the third season where he's just like, "Where's my mom?" And, Where's my mom? Yeah. Oh yeah. Those characters so, so good. good. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he probably has uh, my favorite uh, fictional character, uh, Toph. Like, <laughs> Everybody Toph. loves Toph. Toph's great. Fucking Sokka's the best character. Sokka yeah. is cool too. I love all of them. Most of the cast is, is pretty fantastic. I thought Zuko was a little emo. That's his point, well, though. I like them more. T- yeah, but I don't like emo characters. <laughs> I guess. I guess that's it. But I, 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 I liked him towards the end. Yeah. When he started to be less emo. Yeah. He needed to find his um, man. So originally, this the reason this was brought up is because we were talking about the visit. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about M. the Night visit. Shamalamalan. <laughs> we went off uh, this is a movie that. Exploits old people and the mentally it handicapped. It's so sad. They could, like every turn they got, it's they were funny. just like, "Hey, remember these guys are old, right? They're old people." And you're like, "Really? I didn't fucking know yeah. this." But oh my god! So gosh. we're supposed to buy like old bad. people. Here comes a big spoiler. So you haven't seen the visit. It's two mm-hmm. years old, and you're planning to see it. Pause for five minutes. Yep. 
but really don't waste your time. Um, the um, old people that so they're old, they're acting weird, and everybody's like, "Oh, those are old people," and and the old people do stupid shit like get naked and claw the walls and and puke all over the place and and shit in diapers and then hide it in a in a, in a cabinet and all this happened at the start. Yeah, sure, go for it. Oh, no, it's just because people are just like, wait, what? Why are we talking about old people? I was people? writing about old, uh, old people hate. But no, yeah, go go ahead and, and shoot the premise out. Okay, well, uh, so it starts out, it's kind of like a, not found footage, it's uh, she, the there's two kids and the daughter is filming it like a <laughs> documentary. <laughs> the fucking funniest character in that movie. Oh, yeah, she's, she's so pretentious. Super, yeah, very pretentious. Um, but anyway, so it starts out where she's interviewing her mom, and there's, you can tell there's some kind of family drama, and her mom is sending these two kids away to, to go uh, stay with their grandparents for a week because the mom is going, like, on a cruise or something. Uh, so she hasn't talked to her grandparents – or, sorry, she hasn't talked to her parents for a while because of some fight, uh, and that comes into play later on because we're probably going to spoil what happens. Uh, yeah, but yeah, so she sends them on a train, like doesn't drop them off herself, sends them on a train. They get there, they meet their grandparents, and then all starts the, the old people hate. Uh, but yeah, I guess the point is the, the daughter wanted to find or wanted to get the grandparents to like apologize to the mom for this incident that happened uh, when she left like 15 years ago. Um, and, she, and the girl keeps calling it the elixir, and it's like so stupid. She's like, "Wait, we can't leave without the elixir, elixir for mom." And it's like, "What are you talking about?" It's like, "Oh, I just want this apology from the grandparents so I can tell the mom so she can be happy again." It's like, "What the fuck?" The elixir, anyway, Shelby. But yeah, so it's just following like them, like uh, filming what happens during their trip and trying to uncover what happened 15 years ago, which is not actually a huge deal, but um, yeah. <laughs> it really isn't. Anyway. Uh, you can, sorry, you can continue your, your, oh, well, anyways, the twist is that, that they're not old people. I mean, they are old people, but they're also, they escaped from a crazy asylum. It's not really his grandparents. They killed his grandparents, their grandparents. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. And killed them in the basement. It's just old people who are, who are fucking nuts. Yeah. And so really those old shenanigans were actually Mm -hmm. people with severe mental issues, except probably not very realistic mental issues, at least not in two people themselves. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, there's there's some funny parts in the movie. Save, save you, this would probably, I don't know, you seem like a pretty squeamish guy. The part <laughs> where this guy takes a diaper and shoves oh. it in the kid's face. The kids and even I was like, bleh. That was so nasty. The little boy is a germaphobe. So oh. at, the end, at the end where everything's revealed where they're murders and stuff, the old guy's got the kid in the kitchen. And he's like, so uh, I heard you're a germaphobe. And, yeah, he takes the diaper and shoves it in the kid's face. The kid <laughs> so. is just like, oh, my God. Really it's worse bad. to me because uh, I guess this is as someone with you know a lot of like phobias and shit. Like the idea, like, to me, it was made more disturbing by the fact that the kid was inherently afraid of germs that made that even worse for me. It's one thing if a guy just puts a diaper in the face, it's fucking nasty. But knowing someone's horrified to the point that they can't move, that's that makes me my stomach churn a little bit. Uh, so that was quite the quite the the nasty scene. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But at the end, you kind of find out that. Um what had happened with the mom and the grandparents before like the actual Mm. grandparents uh was that she was leaving because she was getting married to like the dad of the kids or whatever who we only ever hear about him in the thing but um she was leaving and her her parent their parents didn't want her to leave or her parents didn't want her to leave but as she was leaving her mom stood in front of the door so she hit her mom and then her dad hit her and then she left and that was what caused like the huge rift that's why she never, never talked, talked to again. her parents blah 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 and that's why she didn't go drop them off personally uh 
And so because she didn't do any of that, she never got to see that those people that were looking after her kids for that week weren't the actual parents. Um, and the only they only found out after like uh, there's like this part where the grandma they, they call it like she has sundown syndrome, which I guess after like it gets dark, she goes bananas. But she grabs a knife from the kitchen and they, they catch it all on camera that she goes upstairs and stands at the door and waits uh, or whatever and starts knocking on the door and she's waiting there with this knife. So then the kids are concerned and the next day they Skype their mom and uh, they lift up the computer to like make the computer like so the camera is looking out the window and it's, she sees the grandparents and then the mom is like holy crap those aren't your grandparents you guys gotta get out of there or whatever um but yeah and also the kid raps he's got oh yeah, this yeah. You, you ruined my transition oh sorry <laughs> the, sc- the scariest part of this whole film is this kid's rap sarah mclaughlin man. It, it gets so white that i yeah. couldn't see the screen anymore it was like a big like a solar flare in the middle of the fucking tv that when his kid started the rap yeah it, it, it's pretty scary. fucking funny just for that actually yeah uh so shelby what would you damage this movie i would damage it um hmm zero zero katie perry's at four uh because he like uses uh singers and actors and all that as like random i don't know not even curse words but just exclamations yeah ex- and it's sarah weird. mclaughlin yeah so <laughs> lady <weird>. gaga yeah <laughs> so that is at no damage uh, shall we give no damage to it? No, oh. I get. Oh no, I gave zero health out of four health. Oh, so full so damage. Full oh, damage. Full damage. Oh. Yeah. I'll give it half damage because it's it's still kind of funny. Oh, it's so, but it's and creepy in a couple parts. But people people were calling like this movie the return of Shyamalan, right? I guess if you compare it to his other recent films, yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, because it was Yeah, if okay, if we're gonna rank it at a Shyamalan, like if we're gonna grade on a curve. Then I give it like a seven or an eight out of ten. Oh, I see. You know, for a Shyamalan, so like a five or a six for a regular movie. Like not a, bad, but like not a ten good. is like the sixth sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I give it like a seven or eight. It was, it was fine. Well, no, six cents is a good movie. I, I'd rate that properly, like with real <laughs> movies. <laughs> okay. The, the, if an Avatar is a, a zero, and I guess okay, if the Avatar is a zero, and we have like I don't know, I guess six cents would have to be a ten. I, I'd give it a seven. Is six cents the one that has the kid who voices Sora? Yes. Okay, cool. J- Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. He's also a little robot kid. Yep. Not mm. to confuse with Astro Boy. All right. Um, so, you know, we, we spoke a lot. And while while speaking, we were inhaling a lot of air. And now it's going to spit out the star and go to our, our topic. <laughs> Up next, Kirby! I do. Yeah. But I, I did it. Uh, so this week, I say to have a little bit of twist for you for this topic. Okay. Rather, I have a little twist for you. The topic this week is Kirby Superstar Ultra slash Kirby Star Allies because I've been playing it and I made Shelly play it too. Mm-hmm. Wait, so wait, we're talking about can both start, games. Kirby Star Ultra? No, we didn't. I didn't. Well, say whatever. Kirby Superstar. Kirby Superstar. I played Ultra. Sorry. <laughs> 
Kirby okay. Superstar yeah. slash Ultra slash Kirby Star Allies. We're gonna we are gonna yeah. talk about both games. Woo. Okay, that's it. That was my big twist. Like Shyamalan. What a twist! Oh god! You guys didn't see that coming. Oh, I saw no. it coming because I knew. Yeah, I guess it. you did. Well, shall we read online spoilers? Sadie did not see that twist coming. Holy crap! His whole world's turned upside down. All right. Also, I I meant uh, so yes, we're doing uh, Kirby. I beat Kirby Superstar Ultra last year, which is the remake of this game, a remaster. But I did manage to play the original for a bit too. So here we go. Shelby, it was your choice. Why don't you start things off? Why? Okay. Why? 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 What? What? Why did okay. we pick this game? Oh, oh. I'm really, I thought you meant why did Shelby go first? Why am I not allowed to Because she this picked year? first. <laughs> I'm very interested in, in knowing why. Um, why, Shelby? Because okay. this is this is uh, 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 like a proper Before retro time. game, right? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so it was Clock Tower. Who did your did your BF tell you to pick this one? No. Okay, you picked it on your own. I just uh, wanted. Okay, this is something that I kind of wanted to. I guess, um, like backfill. There's like, you know, games that I never got to play when I was younger. So yeah. this is like, this is this is how I'm doing it. So, this is it? Yeah. No, I respect that. That's a good. Oh. This is a good way to use bonus barrel for good. <laughs> Um, so I guess the, there's a few reasons why I picked a Kirby game. Uh, one was because uh, we were originally supposed to play Uncharted. I didn't have time for it, so I was looking for a short game. And then I was also talking, I can't remember who I was talking to about um, uh, Smash Brothers and my sister uh, with, with the announcement and stuff and how my sister uh, was always, she always plays as Kirby. Like I've never seen her not play Kirby as a character. Um, she'll usually avoid, like, if people play random, uh, random characters in Smash, she'll usually not join those, uh, just because she wants to play Kirby all the time. Uh, wow. so, th there's... Selfish. Well, I wouldn't... She's... Um... If you guys didn't play Kirby when you were kids, mm -hmm. like, why is your sister so infatuated with Kirby? Um, okay, so when my sister moved away, I think that's when she started playing like a lot of retro games because her boyfriend at the time uh, had oh. also a bunch of retro games and stuff. Um, but even before that, she really liked Kirby, and I think that's also to do with um, all has to do with Smash and how she really liked it from from the from the beginning, I guess you could say. Um, mm, okay. Yeah, so she's just always been a fan. Um, she has played games since then. She's more into it uh, into Kirby games than I am. Uh, I think I've only ever played like three or four in my entire life. Uh, it's not that I've avoided the character at all, but it's just uh, never having Nintendo consoles. I, I never had opportunities to play it. Uh, but yeah, because um, uh, games that I did enjoy when I was uh, younger anyway, uh, Kirby and the Crystal Shards. I really like that game. And also uh, Kirby's uh, Air Ride. Um, those two games were really, really, really fun. Um, so I guess that's uh, another reason why I picked a Kirby game. I just want to expand, you know, what I didn't play when I was a kid and also just uh, getting to know a franchise better. It's but, beautiful. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, Shelby, I'm really proud of you right now. <laughs> no joke. Yeah. No joke there. <laughs> well, I knew you weren't joking, but I wasn't too sure about Rob. I was in between a joke and yeah, uh, I know. sincere. I think it's good that you're playing games that you missed out on. I, I do the same thing with the show.
so here's so there's Kirby. I mean, this game, this this specific Kirby game is available on a few different platforms. You have the original Super Nintendo that Seiji has boxed that I hate him for. There is the he's, he sent uh, us proof SNES. yesterday. He did. Yeah. There's a SNES Classic uh, that has it with it on it, and then there's also the uh, Superstar Ultra, which is of course the uh, Superior DS release. I'm calling Superior DS release. You know what's wrong with Kirby Superstar? Uh, the buttons are weird. <laughs> Wait, they're weird, Seiji. With with the yeah. Super Nintendo one? Yeah, they're weird. Okay, so we we're gonna start with that. Okay. okay. So why are they weird? Okay, this goes back to the NES. <laughs> okay. okay. So the NES has two buttons, right? It does. That's A and B. Yeah. And button A is the right button. And button B is the left button. Mm -hmm. We're good up to there. Okay. Yeah. So far, so, I mean, you have to tell Shelby what the controller looks like. So, oh, oh, say, oh, yeah, I have to explain. Um, yeah. The NES like was um, was like the Super Nintendo, but not so super, right? So. Right. Oh, like less no super, just Nintendo. I definitely didn't have one when I was little or anything. Yeah, and the controllers are like little rectangles, kind of oh, like yeah, a like a computer, like a TV remote. Kind of like the I one guess. that you lent me, maybe. Uh, and also has uh, like a directional button, directional pad, a start and a select, and an A and B. So very limited. I know this must yeah, blow your mind because yeah. you're used to like 28 buttons on a controller. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's this little obscure <laughs> console from the 80s. It also uses a wire for the controller, so you actually have like a wire connected to the console, which is pretty crazy. And I'm, I'm sure mm -hmm. in the like, Japanese in the Japanese version, the controls were actually like permanently attached to the console. So that's a little yeah, bit of trivia for you, Shelby. Yeah. Um, Damn. <laughs> Okay, so now we got Shelby caught up. Okay, yeah. With the controllers. So yeah, there's the, if anyone is doing the bonus barrel bingo. Oh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Shelby for being the youngest member. Yeah. They can check on the riff on Shelby. Okay. So <laughs> there's this other, uh, there's a game uh, called Super Mario Brothers. Definitely wasn't and, my first game or anything. And in those games, you can run if you press the B button. Correct? Yeah, you hold it down. Yeah, you ho you hold like down the B button. That's like a sprint, right? It's a sprint, okay, yeah. Not sprinting? dash. Don't get confused. Okay. Yeah, Dashes yeah, yeah. are different. All right. now, now imagine you're holding this controller. So yeah. the, these two buttons are horizontal, right? Yes. They're not in diagonal like in the sprint. No, they're just like one or to the other. So the, the best way of, of playing Super Mario Brothers, in my opinion, was you put the tip of your thumb on the B button and then you jump by pressing the A button with the joint of your thumb, right? It's true. Do you imagine, yeah. can, can you guys imagine this motion? Okay. Yeah. I mean, obviously I can. When it went to the Super Nintendo, now you have your Y button and your B button. And the B button is the yeah. one that you use to jump and the Y button is the one that you use to, to run in Super Mario World, for example. So I have grown really accustomed for my B button to be pressed by the joint of my thumb. So in the Super Nintendo version of uh, Kirby Superstar, you could do just that because the Y button is, is used as your action button and the B button is for jumping. So you can play it just as uh, Super Mario Brothers and it, it's very, very natural to me to jump using the joint. You, you guys cannot see it, but I'm doing this motion with my finger like a dummy because <laughs> nobody's watching. Anyway, I did all that explanation using a lot of gestures, just so you know. So when, I'm glad. So now I'm, hold, I, I'm holding my DS in my hand right now. So you cannot do that because the jump button is the A button here and the B button is the action button. So there is no natural way for me to put the joint of my thumb on the jump button if it's not if the Y button is not the the action button. But now 
they change it. And I think they change it because at some point during later Kirby developments, they change the button scheme. So now the, the B button is the action button, the A button is, is the jump button. So to me, this is very unnatural. It is actually my main complaint for the DS port of it. And there's no way to change it. There's no... I'm glad. I'm glad that I'm glad that you can't change it. I mean, no, no. I mean, I, I wish that you could do it in game. It'd be nice if you could switch the controls. But I mean, like if I had to choose between the two, I much prefer the recent Kirby stuff. But Kirby's not a, a dash and run game like Mario games. So for me, it's like I don't know. I don't like that fluid motion isn't as necessary for me. I know, but I already invested so many hours in, <laughs> in the Super Nintendo. So I I have this muscle memory that not only is it useless now, it's getting in the way of my enjoyment of the. It is the superior version of Superstar. Ultra, you mean? Ultra is the superior version. Yeah, it, it is like a uh, button configuration. Like that's 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 definitely a uh, um, uh, bias because you know I prefer that control screen. You prefer the Super Nintendo one. So taking that as a side, like the game has more, has all the original stuff, has more and looks better, and is portable. You got to get with the times, man. You're stuck in the past, Seiji. In my other complaint is not really complaining and i would like you guys to comment on this um okay they added additional well the ultra version they remade a lot of stuff a lot of assets are, are remade mm. and while i would accept the fact that it is better looking in general there is this effect on gameplay for me in which I'll give you one example, which is uh, uh, for Kirby, they added extra frames of animation to make the uh, to make it smoother. I think, mm -hmm. like when you're walking and when you whenever you do whatever, they added yeah. some extra frames of animation. I th it's cute. It is. They uh, actually changed a lot of colors in the backgrounds and stuff too to make things like a bit oh, yeah. softer and to blend easier. Also, only because um, that has to do with like hard hardware at the time and colors available to people. Uh, but yeah. Um, the colors I find, yeah, a lot softer. They're, they follow a bit more like of a pastel kind of, I don't want to say palette, but just that color scheme. And they, they didn't change it a whole lot, but they did uh, just to make things uh, a bit more cohesive. Oh, yeah, it, it does look very different. All the UI is different. Uh, some of the, the fonts are different. So it, it is it is like, it looks very different. And it, and it in general looks better, but... But what I'm going to is right now gameplay-oriented stuff, which is when you walk and when you do stuff, it doesn't feel as fluid as in the Super Nintendo version. I maybe it's my taste uh, in no nostalgia, probably for the for the original game, but I, I feel like in general I, I like I don't know how to say like snappiness in the animation. Like wh whenever there are less uh, less frames of animation, it feels like it reacts quicker for some mm -hmm. games anyway. Yeah. Well, if there's um. Obviously, if they add more, then there's a bit more uh, time that you know, they have to wait until that animation is done before they transition to the next. However they handle the animations, I have absolutely no idea. But in my experience, anyway, that's uh, that's how that works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then uh, when we get to the 3D games, then it's different because to me, Kirby games after Superstar, they haven't felt like this this good. They always feel laggy especially the 3D games. But my final comment on this is that Kirby Superstar, in a way, has Hot. ruined the, 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 the Kirby series for me too much oh. because I play that game so much and it's so good. Every, every time I play another Kirby game, mm -hmm. I'm like, this is not as good as uh, Superstar. <laughs> and I'm, I, and I'm uh, feeling exactly the same with uh, Star Allies. You know, I can see why you would say it's a better game, but I, I don't feel that way. 
I guess it's because I, I started playing. Like, okay, so my history of Kirby is not as uh, maybe it's not as rich as yours. I played the original one way way back, and I had a really big fondness for the uh, Game Boy version. So that was pretty much it. Those two until adulthood, and then I started playing almost all of them. I think I've been collecting all the Kirby games, and I, and I've tried to play a couple a year as well, actually. And so I play a lot of Kirby games, but I, I'm I think I'm more used to the modern controls. So that and I I don't know the um. I like I just like the look and style of a lot of the 3D or sorry 2.5D Kirby games surprisingly enough because I do prefer 2D games in general but I really like the look of like the stuff like Robobot and uh, Triple Deluxe and the, the new Kirby games uh, so yeah I don't know I don't feel ruined for me for at least for me um, but Kirby Superstar is certainly a, a pretty robust game I've got to give it props for that it's it's probably the, the most content filled Kirby game yeah there's a lot of cool stuff in there. Shelby and I um, played some of the mini games that we had available to us. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was fun. fun. Those are fun. I don't usually play those, um, but you know, now that I have a friend for the first time in my life, <laughs> I played played some of those for the first time in your life. Yeah, I've never had a friend before. Oh my goodness! Well, I never trusted people, you know, because of my dark past and uh, uh, betrayed okay. my friends. And there was a lightning storm and a crystal. And uh, ever since then, I just haven't been able to trust. But you know, Shelby came in with her youth. Yep. And showed this old man what it was like to to have energy again, yep. mm-hmm. and to uh, to to like life. Yeah. So thank you, Shelby. You saved me from a dark spot. Let's let's briefly go over Superstar. Yep. Uh, we have like a thousand different modes. There's there's Spring Breeze, which isn't it kind of just like a remake of the first game? It was really mm-hmm. short. Um, like a breeze version of the first game. <laughs> yep. it's it breezy, right? Mm-hmm. Which is cool. That's awesome, man. That's that's a way to kick the game the game off. Then you have uh, uh, fucking what's the next one? Meta Knight's Revenge or some shit? Uh, Dino Blade. <laughs> Dino Blade. What's Dino Blade? I can't remember. Uh, that's when the bird Dino Blade the right. is uh, cutting down crops and stuff, and you gotta go stop. It's a regular Kirby adventure, right? Yeah. You know what's funny though is at the end of that. Uh, spoilers or whatever. Um, after you All beat right, Dynablade and then you raise the babies that it had, so it's like you're killing its parents and then you're taking the <laughs> responsibility by raising them. But then uh, at the end, when they're flying away, because like Kirby, it shows Kirby like teaching them how to fly. Uh, and then at the end, because there are only three babies, and at the end you see four, so it kind of makes me think that maybe um, the 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 dad them. or the the dad or the mom or the Dynablade, whatever it is, uh, is like alive but maybe just went to like rehab for a little bit or anger management so yeah stopped probably something being like an that asshole. yeah because it, it makes a return during uh revenge of meta Knight. yeah and it's uh, i actually didn't get to play that i think there was revenge of meta Knight, and there was one more that i didn't get to play uh actually that might be the only one that i didn't get to play before today but uh, yeah I, so i played superstar ultra i think last year or late the year before so i'm a little rustier other than the stuff we played yesterday um, so there's also the uh, Samurai Showdown um, mode. What, what was you, you know the name <laughs> of it? Funny. I, uh, it was just Actually, called Samurai Kirby. My... Samurai. Okay. Yeah. So you're basically uh, Kirby versus one of his many enemies. Top I think the wheel Kirby guy. Versus wheel dude with like a little like hat. I creepy hat ass eye. The... Yeah. Yeah. And you basically wait for the prompt, the on-screen prompt, and then you press a button. Yeah. And then whoever gets it wins. It was actually pretty fun. Yeah. That's so funny uh, when the I tire it. wins, it runs Kirby over, and he's just kind of like yeah, Kirby's flat fucked. Pancake. 
Yeah, he's definitely fucked in that case. <laughs> little bitch. <laughs> uh, little bitch Kirby becomes a fan pancake. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's also... What was the other one we played, Shelby? There's the... There was the Nothing Megaton Punch. Is that that game? It was that game. I, I was good at that one. Cracked the earth open. No, the, yeah. earth, the planet open. I was fucking wrecking in that game. That was great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think this, uh, I think this the is the only one to be available one? to us. Well, let's talk about Super Nintendo version first. Uh, sure. The the modes that you mentioned are, are available from the beginning. You have Spring Breeze, Dino Blade, the two mini games, and Gourmet Race. I think they're all available. Oh yeah, start, right yeah, at the very are. beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure if Revenge of Meta Knight. No, if the Great. No, Kettle, that Kettle one you Kettle have Kettle. to unlock Revenge of Meta Knight. Okay. you have to unlock it by so you have... Spring or er, uh, Dino Blade. I think Great Caves definitely available though because we played that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it from, is from the beginning. Yes, yeah. the Great Cave Offensive, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so they fixed this in the DS version by only making Spring Breeze available from the beginning, which is what makes sense because imagine if you go to the Great Cave Offensive or Dynamo or whatever, and then you'd never beat Spring Breeze, but then you needed to progress to other more complicated games, so you have to go to like the simpler one, which doesn't make a lot of sense. So they fixed that. Or I, I think it's a fix anyway. Rather I think than so, a yeah. Fix that of makes, a bug. makes a lot of sense. Great Cave Offensive is is the uh, I think the modes or the game standout mode, in my opinion. It's the most unique mode that's not like a mini game, and that's basically yeah. Kirby going through like giant stages, collecting treasures and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like a huge map, right? You can keep, you can kind of go back, you can go back and forth between doors and mm-hmm. get helpers and find treasure. What's the point of the treasures? What do they do? Uh, you just I think it's just an overall score, and I I also think that there are. Um, uh, treasures that like from other games that appear though i'm not like super sure about that I just, yeah, yeah there's definitely cameo stuff right triforce yeah. is one of them if i'm yeah. not mistaken the, the, the screw attack that's pretty cool <laughs> so, so that part's neat neat it's neato burrito i mean you go through and you your your various cameo items I, I like that actually yeah it's really good um so another, another thing that i want to mention uh is the, the game design here is is fantastic. If you play it the way it's it's you're supposed to play it, which I mean uh, progress through it, the way it's intended. Like Spring Breeze is is a very it's very on rails. So the the level design is not very complex. There's not a lot of situations that in which you have to use advanced mechanics or use different powers or stuff like that. I'm pretty sure you can just beat it without any power or I did any, anyway. I did just because uh, I actually didn't. Uh, when it was first explaining, because it gives you like a guide, you you can you can choose to go through it if you want, kind of like tutorial, and uh, it uh-huh. doesn't explain to you how to get powers. You, it's the the mechanics are still there, like they're still available that you can do that. Uh, so obviously, if you knew about it, you could. But uh, I didn't know, so I beat the first uh, the, the spring breeze without uh, a helper or any powers. So. Oh really? Because I, I was going to mention the uh, the it has a really cool tutorial. Mm-hmm. System in which a there's they put you like on a on a stage on a stage yeah, yeah. and it's really cool because I, it lets you like do stuff right so you you have to do what they're what they're, what they're teaching you instead of like being like a like a cheat sheet of sorts right yeah where they show you the controllers and just and and and, and just that it makes you go through this little gameplay tutorial which I I really like so they, you skip that. 
Uh, no, I didn't skip it. I did it for the first one, and then I also did it for uh, for Dynablade. And in Dynablade, mm-hmm. they actually show you how to copy powers and make helpers. Oh, okay. So it was uh, a bit. It was kind of like a progression, uh, which oh, okay. I thought was pretty cool. Always pretty cool. Yeah. Another thing that I want to mention is that there's no like map in the first one or anything like that. You just go through the three stages, I think. And then in Dino Blade, they introduce yeah. maps, they introduce mm-hmm. uh, like street secret paths, extra like points in the map, and the essences or what I don't know how they how they call it in in Starlight. I think they call it essences, right, Rob? Uh, like the evil stuff, like the powers that you can just pick up. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, so they introduce that, and then finally in in the Great Cave Cave Offensive, once you are accustomed to the base mechanics of the game. The Grave Cave Offensive has a lot of situations in which you have to plan your powers, right? So you can Yeah, we ran into that your... yesterday when we were playing multiplayer. Yeah. True. Yeah. And and also in, in this game there's this body system in which you can like create like a helper, I think it's called. Yeah. You create a yeah, helper, helper with your with your power, and that helps you with your power management system because sometimes, let's say you want to keep a power that you really like, but you have to pick up another that you need. Uh, so at, at at times I'll just use a helper as a as a like an a power slot of sorts. <laughs> what's your favorite power, Kirby power? Curiously, what's everybody's favorite Kirby power? And what's the one that oh, used to be like? Okay, I want that power. Oh. Mine, mine is uh, the 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 fighting one. <laughs> the fighter one looks uh, is adorable because he's got the little headband. It's full yeah, I just him. like punching and, <laughs> and stuff. So that's my favorite, without a doubt. Um, I like uh the the one with the sword that you can throw too. I think the cutter. Yeah, I like that it's one. It's my favorite. I think fist is the one. What's the one I'm thinking is called? Actually, yeah. I don't know. I I don't know all the names of the. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a trash fighter. Kirby fan. Fighter. Okay, I think it's, it's called, called Fighter then. I think it's called Fighter here. I have different favorites in different situations, but I think overall my favorite will be the Yo-Yo. Yeah. Oh, Yo-Yo is <laughs> awesome. adorable. He's got the little backwards hat yeah. on. It's so cute. It's a good move. Yep. Good move set. Oh, like also Yo-Yo. the hat the hat system. The hat system was introduced in this game where every power has a different hat. Yeah. yeah that's amazing. Oh, cool. Very yeah. Cute. And the Super Nintendo version, mm-hmm. it, it it's, it's similar to the Nintendo version because mm-hmm. each power has this like uh, in the UI bottom HUD. Every time you, you collect an, uh, a power, it changes your... It's like a card. It's like a yeah, collectible card. Yeah, it's like a card. card. It's, yeah. And each of those cards has, I don't know, has a really good design. It is very readable, which I find... Something very outstanding about this game that everything is so readable. Like what you said, like every power with a hat, and you notice all the, all the, all these details, and then the cards in the bottom, which is something they changed in the in the ultra version. And also, uh, each of the powers have to have like um, like a physical representation in the form of the hat, the the power, the move set, and also the enemy, right? Which is going to become the helper, which is amazing. The, the, the visual identity of each of these powers, it's, I, I don't know, I just love it. It's so strong. Well, like, my useless favorite, the, it's, it's kind of useless, but I just love to use it as um, suplex. I just find it oh. so much fun. Oh, I like suplex. <laughs> so much fun to use. Um, the paint explosion is also a lot of fun to use. I, I like the, I, I love, love, love the, um, the sound effects of the microphone power. Oh, that was yeah. Those are because they they changed it because uh, you get just like a regular Kirby one, and then you get like um like a metal Kirby. And he's all like uh, the the sound of him singing is really like 
uh, like mm. deep and sounds like metal and rock and roll yeah. or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that was cool. Yeah, it's one of those. It's super fun. And and the so, reason I like yo-yo, just my final thought on this is yeah, because yeah. um, the move set is just very satisfying. I feel. I agree. So this came out like nineteen ninety five or ninety six, I think. So like twenty years, ninety six. So twenty two years in the future, uh, Silver Silver Kirby uh, Star Allies comes out for the Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. the esteemed Nintendo Switch, and this is the first Kirby game. Really, I let's see, Wii U had Canvas Curse, right? Yeah. Uh, so this is a for let's see, we had uh, Return to Dreamland, which is a proper Kirby game. So I don't think we had like a real proper Kirby game for the Wii U, but we had a bunch in the 3DS. This 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 uh I think this is a good sign that Nintendo is basically taking both their like their handheld versions and their and their console versions going forward. So so it truly will be the hybrid console, I I, I think. Um this definitely plays like recent Kirby games. And if you like those types of games, which I do, then you'll be happy. Uh Kirby Star Allies. It does it does encourage multiplayer. Um, yeah, we got our so ass kicked nice by if you uh, care. the green Kirby yesterday. Yeah, we were playing some of the mini games. So the main story mode is is pretty much classic Kirby. Uh, evil stuff is coming by. These, these dark hearts, they're fucking fucking people up. And as you're going through the game, you're going through various worlds. And uh, it has like a overall map. So, you know, you run around and pick a stage, go in. There's also something called like the Dream Palace where you can go in and, and get like King DDD and Meta Knight and, and Waddle Dee and, and other characters. So you basically, as you're going through each world, you're kind of unlocking a new character and basically the system in this game is that you you have a heart and you can toss that heart at an, at an enemy and it becomes your ally you can have up to four allies and then anybody can jump in and play those allies so that's kind of and the big gimmick in this game i would say is the friend system so you have like combos so you hold up your sword if you have sword kirby and if someone's like a fire fire guy they'll they'll light your sword on fire or suplex i think will throw a character around or like bounce to, around the screen i got to screen. throw you around quite a bit yesterday actually as the exactly buzzing. Yeah, so there's some fun powers, and then there's also like the friendship circle where you make a big ball, and you're just we didn't get it. Me and Shelby didn't get a chance to play that one, but I've played it. Make or they make the bridge, bridge so that you, yeah, so you can kind of like get a creature across safely and stuff like that. It's pretty standard Kirby. It, in each stage, there's like a hidden master puzzle piece and like little puzzle pieces, and then there's sometimes there's a switch for a secret stage. So lots of unlockables, lots of exploration per stage. But other than that, it feels pretty standard. And then it also has a shit ton of, of mini games. Which we played. We played um, the the chopping one. The chopping one, yeah. And then there was um, the baseball, baseball meteor, where the difficulties <laughs> yeah. are like town size, and then like country, country and then uh, world, world crisis. Like yeah. they're they're yeah uh, ranked in order of, of crises. But yeah, I love that one because that mini game is basically there's a meteor coming. Yeah. It's just a baseball mini game. Yeah. So basically, you wait for the meteor to get to the highest you can, hit A, and then you hit time the circle press so that you hit it as the meteor it comes. So you're basically with a baseball bat, you and a bunch of Kirby's and then you're knocking the the meteor back and then you watch how many light years it travels and how many planets it destroys. Yeah. So like with saving yeah. your own planet, you destroy like 17 other planets and cause <laughs> people wonder why earth always gets invaded by stuff. And I think it's literally because of this. It's because Kirby, yeah. Kirby's destroying other planets. Kirby's a, me- a menace. <laughs> and the wood chopping one is how much wood you can chop to bake your house. Yeah. And basically, it's just you're just chopping the tree down to get as many sections as you can. But there's like enemies on it, and you have to try not to get hit by them. It's pretty fun, actually. 
Wasn't there another one for that we played? Um, I th- I know there was one that we forgot for the for Kirby Superstar, and that was the gourmet race, which is your. Yeah, Seiji briefly mentioned it. Oh, okay. Oh. oh yeah. But but we didn't really go into it. I think he literally just mentioned oh, okay. it. But yeah, it's a race, right? Yeah. Well, you can race uh, just yourself, but there's also uh, King DDD that you race him at the same time. Right. Yeah. But yeah. King DDD. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the game looks. Uh, Silver Star. I keep on saying Silver Star because I'm thinking of Lunar. Lunar Silver Star Complete, uh, or Silver Star Story, which is why whenever I see Kirby Star, I always. Have. Anyways, so, uh, the, yeah, the story, it looks game looks great. I don't think anybody here is gonna hear is gonna be thinking like this game looks like a hot pile of ass. No, it's it's cute. It's adorable. Yeah. Kirby's adorable. Kirby, man, I love Kirby. Yeah. This little dance. Say, <laughs> Seiji, do, do you like? Do you like? So you've played Silver Star. Fuck! Super- God damn it. <laughs> You played Star Allies, <laughs> yes. Seiji. Uh, what do you think of the game? Well, as I mentioned, I'm playing the game and, it's, and I'm like, this is not as good as Superstar. So I, it just <laughs> makes me want to go to Superstar. Um, I don't know. It feels a little bit laggy. I was mentioning this thing about the the responsiveness. I don't feel it's quite there. Um, I feel like the, the gameplay concepts are a little bit dirty. Like, they're not as clear. <gasps> Yeah, he's pretty sexy in this game. <laughs> Kirby's not wearing anything except his shoes. Oh damn! <laughs> the truth is, well, I don't know. Kind of hard to get into it. To me, as a superstar fan, but it's good. I mean, I enjoy it. I've been playing it with Erica, and she's also enjoying it. Uh, one thing that is that is worth mentioning about the the Kirby series as 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 a whole is that it it's it's sort of like a like a platformer, you could say it, but because you can like fly. It doesn't have that stress or that anxiousness for falling down. You know what I mean? It's true. So in the case of Erica, which she gets really anxious with platformers, um, it's good for her. So okay. I, I appreciate that. And I, I didn't really, really notice before, but she has this this big problem with, with platformers like that. So uh, Kirby is one game that we can actually uh, play together. So I like that. Megan's bad at platforming games too. It's embarrassing. Oh, does she play them often? <laughs> she doesn't. I don't think she plays much. But she doesn't play them because she says she's bad at them. This is it's but a, you it's gotta a play them circle. to get better. I know, right? I know. Did you play like one platform and you're just like, "Fuck, I suck at platforming." It's like, well, if you're never gonna play another yeah. one again, then yes, you're gonna it's suck true. at it. But you gotta keep playing. You gotta keep at yeah. it. I mean, Shelby, you're doing just fine. What? You're doing just fine. It's a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> He's confused. No, no, I just wanted to make him uh, make him freak out for a second. I wanted, to, I wanted you to be sure that you knew that it was a compliment. Yeah. You were being I know, I know. You did a good job. You did a good job. But it's just, LB. it's just fun to, to make people <laughs> uneasy sometimes. You did great, pancake. Oh, thanks, little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so why don't we wrap up and do damage then on both games? Okay, even though I only played like ten minutes of yeah, whatever. All right, you know what? We'll we'll do mini damage for uh, Star okay. Allies, okay, and full, and regular damage for uh, Superstar. Okay. So let's start with Superstar. So I played primarily played Superstar Ultra, and I really really liked the game. It's it's yeah, like I've said earlier in the show, it's definitely I think the one of the most densely packed Kirby games. So if I had to pick, it's not my favorite Kirby game. I I, I probably would pick one of the original ones like Game Boy would be like Kirby 2 probably Kirby 2 would be my favorite 
uh, but that's more maybe nostalgia and, and simplicity. But like, if I was going to recommend a Kirby game to someone, it would probably be Superstar Ultra. I mean, assuming they have access to a DS otherwise, and I'll say the original. But yeah, man, you get a, a lot of different Kirby, a lot of tastes of Kirby in, in this game. Like the big chef pot that he makes in some games and all the food comes out. That's this game. You want to play some mini games? You can do it. You want to play a, a quick version of the old game? You can do that. You have a Metroidvania kind of style one with the Great Cape Offensive, and then you have like your regular Kirby experience with Battle Blade. It's great. Overall, awesome game. I'm definitely not going to give this game any damage. Well, I mean, why would I? Kirby games are great. Bam. Bam. Seiji. Kirby Superstar is a game that I have a lot of nostalgia for. I played a lot of it when I was younger, and it came to... We didn't mention the release date. Well, we did, but not in the context of what was going on in 1996, which is uh, the Nintendo 64 was already out. So we were in a different area of video games where um, there were a lot of expectations in terms of graphics and themes. So like PlayStation was already out. The uh, the era of cutesy games as mm-hmm. as AAA games, you know, as your your top productions was already over. In the in in these times, in order to be considered like a top game, you have to have you know different types of qualities that Kirby Superstar definitely doesn't have. Kirby Superstar looks and feels like a game that was released five years earlier, three years earlier, when the um, the fourth generation was in full mode. And I remember when I bought this game at Toys R Us actually. Hmm. Um, I saw it and I was like, "What this game? What is this game?" Because neither, uh, none of my magazines mentioned this game. It, that being said, like I got it because that's the kind of games that I that I like. And for a while I didn't know this, but now I know that the the director of this game is Masahiro Sakurai of Super Smash Brothers fame. But also the, he's pretty much the I think he's he's the creator of Kirby, right? I believe so. I no yeah, and this guy is is one of the great game designers, game developers out there. He has like very really big ideas, and he is really um, cohesive as a as a designer. His games feel really good. Everything feels like it's there for a reason, and, it, and that's the kind of design that I that I really like. And you can see some of some of the um, uh, the staples of him in this game. You know, different move sets, powers, the identity, uh, the UI. I think uh, he works really closely with his wife. I I believe. And they worked on this. I mean, if you if you look at the UIs from those times, they were much much simpler. Not really involved in the way the UI of this game is. It's, everything is really well thought of. Not only the the gameplay aspects that we mentioned, but also in the UI department is really um, ambitious. I feel so. Historically, it's kind of weird because it came out so late, and it's even weirder because in the next year. Another Kirby game will come out for the Super Nintendo in 1997. <laughs> so that's crazy. super late. In North America, it came out in November 1997. I mean, we're, it's really pushing into the next generation. Anyway, that's just a little bit of trivia there. <laughs> Kirby Superstar Ultra is a really good remake of the game. And I would also recommend it over the Super Nintendo version for the most part. Probably for, for newer gamers that have different sensibilities now. But me personally, I prefer the original version because the DS version, even though as a whole is very similar to Superstar, it has enough differences for me so that it makes it a little bit too different to be equivalent to the experience that you get playing the, the Super Nintendo version. You know, the graphics, the animation, the, 
the 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 UI. I think the music is also a little bit sounds a little bit different. Mm. And of course, I'm 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 not gonna give it any 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 damage to any <laughs> any of those games. But uh, my personal preference would be with the classic version, just because of my sensibilities as an older player. Shelby. All right. Uh, so. Uh, starting out playing this game, I did get uh, a sense of nostalgia, though I hadn't played it before, and I think that's just because it kind of brought me back to playing like uh, the other Kirby games I played when I was younger, uh, and just seeing like how a lot of the enemies uh, carry th- over through the games. Like, I think what I noticed right away when I started playing this was uh, the week before when I was at uh, Robin Megan's, they were playing. Uh, Star Allies, and there's like the bear with the headband, and I thought it was adorable, but it's an enemy, so they obviously killed it right away. Uh, but yeah, I saw like, and a lot of those same enemies are in um, in Superstar, so I thought it was kind of cool that they just kind of kept going with it, uh, and just that obviously is the same for like a lot of games like Final Fantasy and stuff. Like, oh, usually they carry all the enemies because what's the point of making like new ones uh, if <laughs> They can just reuse the old ones, and they're still That's cool, right. right? Keep reusing them. Reuse, woo. Um, woo! The style is adorable, and it's like we always keep saying on the show: like 2D graphics are always going to age better, no matter what. Um, so, uh, you know, it was fun. I enjoyed all the different modes. I like how the um, the difficulty kind of ramps up. It's not the Superstar is not a hard game, uh, or sorry, all the modes in Superstar is not they're not hard games uh so i liked how spring breeze was just kind of like something that you could get through pretty easy and it kind of steps it up a little bit in uh in dynablade and so on and so forth whatever um but yeah i really i really enjoyed it so it's not getting any damage from me um here we go no damage yeah, and i would like to play ultra at some point but uh i really like how how this game uh played anyway I n- so yeah i just noticed something uh interesting so. about uh Kirby Superstar Ultra and Superstar, or sorry, Star Allies. Uh, first of all, Kirby games have this reputation of having angry faces when they get brought over to North America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm looking uh-huh. at the box of because I have uh, both both games on my desk, and it, actually Kirby is almost in the exact same pose as he is on both boxes. That's really strange to me. Neither one are angry, so that's interesting. But yeah, I, I recommend googling the two boxes: the Kirby Star Allies and Kirby Superstar Ultra. Like Kirby's almost in the same pose. It's really strange. I don't, I wonder why they did that. Anyways, uh, I thought that was interesting. So so shall we end with some mini damage for? Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll call it mini damage because it's initial impression. Yeah. Uh, it's it's um uh okay. How should we do this? Um, can't be hearts. Oh oh I know. Okay all right. So there's a wallet, and we're gonna fill it. We and it's and it's uh the maximum container capacity of this pouch. Uh, how many ru- how many rupees it can hold is uh, it can hold seventy five rupees max. It's not a very upgraded wallet, and we can each we each have twenty five rupees that we're holding. How many rupees do we want to put in the rupee pouch, and that will be its its overall worth. Oh, so the more you put in, the the more it's worth. the more <laughs> the more it's worth. Okay. <laughs> I'll go first because I, I I chose it. I actually so and because since it's not a da- it's, we're not damaging it because we haven't finished it, you know, or haven't played it enough together to significantly do it. So that's why it's 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 how much worth we think it has based on our playing it. Um, I I I like this game a lot. I think it's it's super pretty. It's fun to play. It's really easy to do jump in multiplayer because you can just basically jump in, and if you don't want to play anymore, you, there's a button you can press, and then it goes back to being PC. That's pretty cool. You have busy friends doing their busy friend life things. You can still keep on playing your Kirby's. 
lots of unlockables, great, great music. Uh, it's fun. It's it's everything you want in a Kirby game. There's mini games. It's on the Switch. Portable. I'm gonna put it all 25 of my rupees right into that bag. Bam. Shelby. Um, I'm also gonna put all 25 of my rupees in. Oh, um, nice. and you know what's <laughs> funny is that when I was playing it, it felt uh, it felt the same to me. <laughs> Uh, as playing Superstar, oh, yeah? it was really it was a really weird thing. The only thing that was different, obviously, were the buttons for uh, for like jumping and attacking and stuff. That that kind of messed with me a little bit because they're different. Um, yeah. But otherwise, like I don't know, I really liked it. I thought it was adorable. Um, it was adorable. Also, this is something that I didn't know Kirby games did. That's because it doesn't happen in in uh, in Air Ride or in uh, Crystal Charge, and that and that is the weird like little kiss of life thing. Oh, it's a- <laughs> <laughs> when I saw, I was like, "Wait, what? What just happened?" And then when I was playing Superstar, I was like, "Oh my gosh! Like, is that consensual? What's happening here?" Um, I don't know if it's consensual. Yeah. It's definitely dirty. I mean, life, why is man? he macking on everyone? Like, they can pick up their own health it was, items. It was, They're uh, sharing food. Yeah, it's gross. It's All right, like a, Shelby, that's like gonna be lunch together. Like you want to try? Uh, you want to try some of my food, Shelby? Juice them up, spit it in your face. Sagey, you too, buddy. I'm gonna baby bird feed oh, you. God. Too. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Right. It's what friends do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's great. All right, Sage. How much? Uh, how many r- rupees are you gonna put in the bag? The game that <laughs> hasn't <laughs> compelled me that much. Uh, yeah. I feel like there's a Kirby in there. It's definitely Kirby in there. But like, it's, it's the same thing. Superstar has ruined the series for me. <laughs> so I can only play Superstar or Ultra, and I played Star Allies. I I think I, I we finished the the first world, and it's fun, but I'm playing yeah. it and I feel like oh, I, I I don't I'm not convinced. It that <laughs> it doesn't feel like the game is really ambitious, either. Yeah. It feels like a little bit of a of a, an afterthought in a way, like design wise and. Mm-hmm. With the choices they made, uh, yeah, it's it, it, is is it a solid game? Yeah, but now it's 2018, so it's different. It needs to be judged in a different way, I feel. And um, also, eighty dollars for for that game, I'm not convinced either. But I'll, I'll keep playing. But okay. because of those reasons, I'll put twelve rupees. So. All right, <laughs> sixty-two rupees so, out of seventy. Out of seventy-five, not too not bad. Not that's too still shabby. that's a good bag. It's a good bag of. of, of it. I, I like the rupee system now. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, you could buy. buy kind of, some maybe we should start that, using that things. more. Yeah, throw out the rupee bag. All right, episode long, but you know what? You know what? You get one. That's really, really only losing a half hour. Really now, with these longer episodes, yeah. since we do it biweekly. So, <laughs> whatever, man. Listen half Excellent. of it one week, and then the next week listen. Yeah, you basically <laughs> there you go. get two episodes of your bonus barrel at, at a regular uh, time. We should start just like doing halfway points now. And and just like okay, feel free to pause here and come back next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, next week, actually, we'll be meeting some of the old Cartridge Club peeps. Boy. Uh, there might be a, a bonus side episode somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. It's be a good time. Um, yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll we'll figure what that's gonna happen. Something will happen. It's gonna be great time to be on. Anyway, thank you for listening. This is Rob. And Shelby. And Sage. Have a great day.
next week on Bonus Bonus Barrel. Two ninety nine. <laughs>